nutrient antagonism. What is it? It's when too much of one nutrient blocks another from being absorbed. And that's something you guys want to avoid as growers, especially when using silica. So let's let's get into it, Scotty. And welcome, special guest Hot Rods Grow, also hanging out. What's up? Let's go something, brother. How you guys doing today? Yeah. Doing great. Good to have you up here from Denver metro area. Second place winner in the Dude Grows Cup, man. Seventh place. Seventh, seventh place? Seventh place. Really for you. Man, see, it was better. It was better, better than I thought. Man, I wish. Ah, as always, next year, dude. You've got the good stuff. That's all I'm going to say. Thank you so much for coming up, brother. Appreciate you. That's saying, yeah. And by the way, what new do you use? Drip? Drip hydro. And that's somebody's. Wait, are you all hydro or are you cocoa or what? Cocoa and uh, uh, salt nutrients. Okay, cool. Hydro. 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 Okay. Yes, it is hydro. Well, we'll talk about it, man. But certainly qualified to hang out and talk uh, talk a little newts with us. For sure. Right on. All right, let's hit it. Let's get into, uh, yeah, man, this subject came up. I was talking to Scotty about silica and forums and crazy information. Mm-hmm. And man, you're like, okay, this is a real thing. It's not discussed a lot as far as nutrient antagonism, meaning one nutrient's bothering another or reducing its uptake to the plant. And who was I hanging out with last week? I was hanging out with Jaron. So he gave me his home phone number. No. <laughs> oh, that work. But I, we were talking about this because we were talking about silica. One of the products that he reps is uh, silicium, which is a monosilicic acid. And they're much more expensive than the other stuff, you know, like the silica blast. And, the, and one of them, like the cheap stuff, is potassium silicate. And uh, yeah, the, so that's silicium right there. That's the stuff where you use like a half mil per gallon. So that is silica, uh, silica bonded with hydrogen. So the hydrogen just goes away. Yeah, monosilicic acid. Uh, the other stuff, which is uh, potassium silicate, is silica bonded with potassium. And it's like three, you know, for every three parts of silica you get, if I'm not wrong, I thought it was you get two parts potassium. So you're getting a lot of extra extra potassium. If you're trying to get enough silica to have it make a difference and you're loading up with a lot of potassium, all the potassium is positively charged, all of a sudden that's causing you know lockout, man. It's causing magnesium lockout, calcium lockout. So I don't know, it just it's something to think about, man. And that's why there's a lot of these companies that are like, dude, just use our system. Where Athena's like, trust the system. Because you start screwing, putting potassium silicate in it, and it knocks everything out of balance, it antagonizes the nutrients. <laughs> well, let's talk about why that can happen, though. Specifically with silica, of course, you should be mixing rules, whether monosilicic or potassium silicate. Right. Mix it first. Let it hang out in there in your res, whatever you're doing. Um, now, potassium, uh, you said the cheaper one, potassium silicate. Oh, it's yeah. not like irre- irrelevant. It's better for plants that have a longer lifespan since monosilicic is way more available to the plant. Um, but I mean, using them in the wrong way, you see it. The number one way you see it is when you put it in last. When you're forgetting, dude, do I mix this first yeah. or last? They mix it last in a 50 gal res <laughs> and there's like a white cloud. That's <laughs> like, what yeah. is that? It's called falling out of solution. And as long as we're talking silicas, there's a third silica called silicon dioxide. It's not plant available, though. It's uh, just the way it's already like crystallized, almost like a grain of sand or something. So that would allow on a breakdown period and then also interaction with microbes and slowly over time, eventually plant available probably. 
probably talking to Jared and he says, just don't use it. And you guys, by the way, I've had really good results with using the Silica Blast. It's Here's the problem though. It seems really cheap, but it's five mils per gallon. Compare that to the silicium or one of those mono or orthosilicic acids that are 0.5 grams per gallon. And then, uh, or milliliters per gallon, rather. And then you think about it, and that's, I'm going to do the math on this one. Ready, Grandpa? Yeah, man. That's 10 times more concentrated, right? way more concentrated. Yeah, so it should be 10 times expensive, theoretically. Theoretically. So can I ask, though, first, do we go by hot rods grow or just hot rods or rods? And do you have a hot rod? Hot rod, man. It's called moving rod. Hot rods head stash. Yeah, Hot Rods Head Stash, and I grew up racing. My family had a racetrack back in Florida, so just racing awesome. my family. I told you, don't tell them you're from Florida, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, you got to go back to Florida when it's legal? Uh, hopefully my goal, yeah. As soon as home grow becomes legal and everything, I would like to. Yeah, I don't know if you heard that conversation beforehand, but that's a, it's my, my growing partner down in Florida. Right, right. now we grow bamboo, right. but we'll see what happens. Maybe nice. That probably would be nice to go home and see the family. I couldn't imagine uh, how hard it's going to be to grow down there, to grow quality cannabis without terpenes volatizing off. You're going to have to keep climbing. I don't know if you can do it. I may or may not have allegedly have never not done something down there, so I may or may not have started down there. Right, right. So it's kind of all indoors, like- Indoors, though, right? Yeah, indoors, yeah, not indoor- outdoors. Yeah. So I just knew about more air conditioners and little extra dehumidifiers and- just a little bit extra high electric bill. But my dad was the AC man, all right? That'd be nice. <laughs> that was all right, man. We have lots of friends. I want to ask some grow style here um, and get into more of this antagonism. The first, I'm going to shout out to RechargeRealGrowers.com, guys. Yeah. Getting the bills, making the show happen, taking care of the team. Vote with your dollars, man. Get yourself some recharge. Uh, we're just talking yeah. about microbes. Microbes breaking things down, making them more plant available. Having to lower your nutritional uh, in- inputs potentially as far as how much nutrients you're using, we're going to save money. Check out realgrowers.com. We've got single part grow dots, one part nutrition there, which I have to pay on the back because I never thought in all my years of hydro, meaning hydroponic stores, six, seven years, a couple different mm-hmm. stores. Anytime there is a one part, that was a challenge for me as a salesman. So I'm like, dude, I've seen a couple that just don't work. This one kind of works. I wasn't good at asking questions how they could put everything in one bottle. So, uh, yes, I'll just give you a, not a hint, but the tech is in the coating, the prilled coating, uh, the, the, there's a bunch of technology. There's a lot of patents that go into that kind of stuff. Uh, but through osmotic pressure, they release just, just through uh, moisture, they release a specific amount of nutrient every day and it's really reliable so depending on the coating uh they can get it they can make it so it doesn't like in, in our case the nitrogen wears off early and then the p and the k take over and all that's done with these advanced coatings and these blends and it's freaking amazing you know it's not i'm not the guy that invented them i'm the guy that said hey want to partner up make one for weed yeah. <laughs> pretty badass technology hey if you're in canada recharge canada.ca hook it up realgrowers.com down in the states and then back to grow talk i wanted to ask uh hot rods head stash what type of silica do you use uh you said you use drip nutrient line it's straight cocoa or yeah straight cocoa oh, and then i use power si and the creators of power si actually made drip hydro so i just run their whole lineup nice so there you go but that's that's a, a big deal because well actually with the 
Power SI, that is the mono or, or orthosilicic yeah. acid. Monosilicic. So that doesn't, okay, so the way I'm to understand it, that that is just bonded with hydrogen. Do I have, yeah, see if you can find out what the, uh, yeah. So so anyway, I, do me a favor, the chemical formulation for monosilicic acid, I think it's bonded with hydrogen, if I'm not mistaken. So it just goes, hang on, I'll be, yeah, you got a John Aaron, SiO4, yeah. Um, yep. So that, yeah, and the more hydrogen, uh, so pH is the power of hydrogen, right? So that potential. will, say it again, Pot hydrogen. potential, potential of hydrogen. Okay, so then that should raise your pH a little bit because it's got some hydrogen in there. Mm. Fascinating. Cool. That's super cool. Interesting. Very minimal compared to other benefit of uh, monosilicic will not raise your pH anywhere near potassium silicate will, but I wanted to touch on some of these antagonistic examples when you get, you listed up here towards the top where a phosphorus excess can lead to reduce zinc uptake. Potassium no. excess has right. been found to reduce magnesium uh, uptake and vice versa. And this is one that's important. Calcium excess can cause boron or magnesium deficiencies. When I see peanut growers think they have a calcium deficiency to add too much, then they start to have other issues. Um, and for your notes, this is why they mix the two together in a CalMag. So you that's add it's a really and easy to use end product. Well, yeah, because you can mess up if you give it too much calcium. You actually lock out the magnesium. So since we're not chemists over here, why not just give us calcium and magnesium in the proper blend, you know? P proper ratio. And it's earlier, I read head stash. And you're going like kind of off of a nutrient program. I'm all for it. You know, when you're, if you have, you can buy raw for you, know, raw phosphorus. You can buy a a soluble raw night you can try and do all your own mix for oh, sure uh, but when you if, you're, if you're really know what you're doing it's not that hard to do but following a b chart is easy to do and then these new there's plenty of nutrient great nutrient companies out there um shout out to some friends of the show you know canna new mill um your <laughs> you grow dots i'll throw them in there but you get they're all formulas for success at ratios you should use so you don't have these antagonistic properties happening um, which can also happen as growers that do the premixes when you're trying to be an organic grower. Um, you can also have these happening when you have not, you know, if you put in a little too much of one dry amendment versus the other, which can be trickier to to bring back or to repair once you're planning in a premix. Yeah, all this stuff is don't go buy raw salts and try to mix them yourself because that is why it takes a lot of time to make and a lot of uh, know-how and trial and error. And I'll say time again. Uh, to make these nutrients uh, lines and then make sure that they're reliable and to dial them in. So I would definitely go with a line or the, the easiest one. Well, shit, the easiest one's grow dots. Canna might be a tie because you're literally pouring the same amount of A and B in there. Uh, but just go with a line and then you can get as complicated as you want. I will shout out to New Millennia where you start with their bases and then just add. You can go as complicated as you want. They probably got eight, 10 bottles you can add to it. But so, yeah, I would, I would start with something like that and at least where they trust the program. I got to, I got to get the overview of the growth, Scotty, quickly here. Sure. We have a guest grower in. I like to know, we, we got your nutrients. You said drip, you're growing in cocoa. Um, just give me an overview, man. Your style, your lighting. Uh, how many did you top a lot? Do you hate autos? I don't know. Tell me, tell me. How Rods, will, will you just hook me up, man? And Absolutely. This is really just a check your privilege moment right here. Just show. So this is from my last harvest right here. We got a little quarter pound of live rosin. Oh, man. So that means you're squeezing that? 
Uh, yeah, I actually for, have a pound of live rosin. This is the kind of dab you give somebody when you have a quarter pound of live rosin. Yeah, I had to take a direction. I had to take a picture with it. I was like, oh, I got to get a picture of this. Oh, man, I'm going to get in a relationship with this thing. Oh, uh, man, he's mine first. It went, <laughs> get away from my man. No, not. Hey, I was talking about the spoonful of rosin. Oh, I, wow. I was looking to get with that hash man. He, he grows the dank, man. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to marry everyone in this studio. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you, I'm glad you're local, brother. Appreciate it. So this hash came out of my uh, HPS room and everything. Whoa. So <laughs> they're on uh, fast fit uh, stands on botanic air trays. So I have Netafin drippers. Just won't go in there two or three times a day. Plug in the sump pump. It'll water all the way to runoff and just drain through and everything out. So that's my HPS room. Hang on one second. I got to stop you because there's some interesting things. HPS, we were just talking <laughs> about yeah. the full spectrum, but just the, all the UV, the full range of UV you get in there, which does frost, man. Makes it, also makes a big difference. I really like my HPS lights. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're hanging it. So I gotta, yes, sir. got to ask on that. Like, so yeah, HPS, I'm a fan of it. If it's not broke. You know, don't sweat it. You're obviously buying bulbs. I mean, you're, when you look at the costs and all that, you're you're simply LED is the solution. But you're simply saying you like like the spectrum, all the results better. What you're seeing on your HBS bulbs on a certain strain. Yeah, I like exactly what you just said. On a certain strains, come out completely differently. So I know the cherry plum is a huge thing going around. So I got that cut from Jr. last year after the um, the DGC Cup. Sure. And I'll grow. I have some LED tents. Um, by HLG. I love their lights too. So in my tents, I'll run LEDs. So I'll have the cherry Paloma in the tent and it's definitely leaning towards the chopped cherry flavor and terp wise. And then it comes out pretty purple as well. But if I throw it in my HPS room, it comes out straight green and has a way more Georgia pie earthy taste to it. <laughs> so it's fun to play around and kind of get the different turf profile differences and everything in the different light rooms. What's in your HPS room? I'm curious. Are they 600s, 1000s, 400s? 1000 DE Gavitas. <laughs> I laugh because I know him. We talked about doing like a grow room rescue or it's like, we got to get rid of that HPS. And he's like, no, I like it. I'm no, like, they want to keep it. It has to do with the you know, banners right on the other side here. We were talking to Jaron last week and he was talking about the full spectrum uh, UV, the A, the B, and the C that you just can't get from LEDs. And just to shout her out, Bactopia, 100% backed you up. She still grows her Paloma under HPS and says that it gives the best results for the Paloma. So it's interesting. You yeah. would also say the exact same thing. She says she got your back out right her finger. <laughs> oh, she does. <laughs> shout out to Bactopia. I definitely love my LEDs. Shout out HLG all the way. So if you're in a tent, that's definitely what I'm sure for is HLG LEDs all day long. I know. Customer support is unmatched. So it all cheap out and try and grab like a Mars Hydro or something off Amazon. Spend a little bit extra money because you're going to have a headache. You can have to buy another light in six months when you can just call HLG if something goes wrong yeah. and be like, hey, and they'll send you something new versus Mars Hydro. Something will go wrong and you're going to have to buy something. And they're made in what, Tennessee, I think? Yeah. They are made in America. Yeah, they're all these yeah. They employ our friends. That's pretty effing cool. Yeah, they're nice people. Over there. Uh, well, at least, since uh, I'm giving an HLG shout out, they did find the smartest guy, the you know, grow mouse that right. was just putting the greatest information out and hired him. Yeah, he does some good informational podcasts. Pretty dude, fucking so. cool, though, man. Yeah, that's nice. The smart dude. How do you only have American friends? Nope. I think it's really cool that if you get a chance to buy a light and you can buy one that's manufactured in America by people that we know. And I know Steve, man. You know, I know him. Oh, I totally agree. I know Brian. I'm just Jeff Sears. 
was just testing your response. Always trying to trigger a little humor there. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. I like jobs. So oh, <laughs> yes, 100%. Um, that's cool, man. I, I haven't heard that in a while. Uh, I thought I, when people say HPS to me, it first comes to mind is you know, your single, single letter bulbs. A lot of people are still running DEs. Um, especially in commercial facilities or if they have them. I know Michigan Matt has a room up in uh, Michigan of DEs, and it, I do think it does kind of fall on different results, and Rainbrook don't fix it yet. But, man, changing bulbs. How often do the bulbs last in your DE? Out of curiosity, do you swap them once every 10 months, every cycle? About once a year because I'm only running them for flower. I'm not running them to veg or anything either with. So I figure about just once a year at the beginning of the year, spring cleaning. Are you a PPFD guy? Do you have a meter? Do you know what PPFD you're running? And my eyes are my meter on it. Really? I just can kind of been reading my plan. So if I can tell they're pissed off, I have been doing it enough now to know why they're pissed off. And do I need to raise my light, adjust my light, do this, do that? And just, yeah, it gives it me, I mean, I could honestly do it within a couple of hours if I had a PPF meter, but it takes me a couple of days to make adjustments to that and everything. But I figured it out. Have you ever given them too much light? Oh yeah, plenty of time. Don't do me a favor. Help me. I, I I've done it as well. Let's describe it because it is one of those things where you can give them too much love. And for me, I would describe them, they just will. They look like they're just that, or you got some guy Fieri's where the whole buds are just and like completely white <laughs> and it's just blonde everything. Nice. Yeah, okay, you can bleach out a bud by letting it grow almost into the light or too close to yep. the light. Yes. Then those HPSs are pretty good. For that. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you can't dim those, can you? Uh, the Gavitas that I have are yeah. able to go from 1100, 1000, <laughs> 825, 750, and 600. Nice. I yeah. had no idea that, that they had the double ended bulbs were dimmable. Um, <laughs> yep. I had plenty of buds like that hairstyle before, but I was running these HPS for the first time. Hey, Banner was just mumbling that he's, he's like, how can I get some HLG lights, man? Hey, I know a contest. Are, are we above rigging a contest? What? Now we got some lights to give away. Me and dude were talking about it this morning. And then uh, it would be pretty funny if Banner just won every light, right? Hey, the winner is Banner. <laughs> Second place is Banner. I'm always into to it. I want to win a rigged light. Okay. You'll win one too. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, we, do have, we do have something to give away, dude. Uh, yeah, it's, it's in the works, you know. Um, Grambo just said uh, "grow room rescue," and I was like, hmm, "Maybe we should run with that idea." We have we have a handful of, of HLG lights from the DDC Cup that we're going to find some homes for. We're thinking about you DDC producers, but stay tuned for that. I want to take it since we have uh, hot rods here, man, at the DDC Cup, seventh place. Let's take it to second place. Oh, uh, we need to put this out here. Let's hear from Trey K. We had a good sit in with Trey K. Um, and got some grower info and another. Yeah. It was very cool. <laughs> you guys are so smoked out over there. We could use a second to let air out. So yeah, yeah. sure. Seriously. Yeah, like, All right. Yeah, that was good. All right. Well, Trey King is here. Let's throw to her, guys. <laughs> All right, y'all. This is something I've been asking for for a bit. Thank you, Rolling Stoner. Thank you, dude, for making this happen. But it was to get some of the DGC Cup winners on and learn a little bit, get inspired a little bit. And Trey K joins us. What's up, girl? Hey, guys. How are you doing? Hey, respect to you, man. Respect to you. That was great. Uh, what was it? Second you got? Yeah, it was. And I actually got it with this hurricane. I got her right here. I flipped her right before I left to go to the call. That is awesome. Love that you're, you're, you're sitting in a rocking chair surrounded by grow tents and plants. <laughs> like, 
badass. Oh, flirt. So, oh, I'm like, you guys don't even know, like, behind stuff, but I got some really cool stuff to show you guys. I'm so excited. You guys need place to drop by to see some things. Hey, so what? Hey, excellent. I'm, I'm, yes, sir. Don't even get me started. It's like we just showed up in your house. I just got questions, you know? Yeah, for sure. That's what it's like, I guess. So, so you can talk about some stuff and so Tell yeah. me about the slurricane. That's what I'm curious about because that's strange. Like how 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 it came to you, how you chose it, or why you entered that for the cup. So, I got back in the day the in-house slurricane, the archive slurricane, were released at the same time. Whatever reason they were having, and I like to do side by side. So I ended up getting both hats at the same time to do future side by side and. Probably like a year later, I didn't have the space yet, but a buddy did. And so I gave him some seeds from each pack and he on to read them. Actually, he's one of the old like DGC OGs from G Plus. Hey, buddy. And uh, he hunted through these. And uh, this is what he came back from the Slurricane in the archive. How long have you been going, eh? Hi, so it's like 2015, 2000, oh, wow. 2015 is when I really started like pictures started <laughs> increasing. And oh, is that the same cut the whole time that you're working with? Well, okay. Oh, when I started growing this? Okay, yeah. so this, these, these seeds came out in like 2000, early 2017. It was probably like into 2018, early 2019, I gave them the seeds and then... He gave it back. It's actually a pretty popular cut locally. He's given it out to a lot of people. I've given it out to some people. I actually had lost it last summer and got it back from a buddy, did one run of it, and that's what I entered in the cup. I had run it for like a year. So it's, but it's been circling around our community for a while. It's even sold at some events. And you were up in, you're in Chicago. Is that right? Now, how is that going over there? Just give us a little fall prohibition report because I hear things are, are busting open over there. So there's there's the industry in the community, like like in a lot of places, like medical and frack. So it's like there's dispos, but I'm more community. Of course, like of course. To, we have different events that are like farmers market type events. Nice. Like on is so you can do a farmer's market type event on the down low that's not like necessarily licensed when i picture a farmer's market i'm thinking you can walk through look at buds smell bud buy bags of no, them like, okay, okay. it's a lot of like just different kind of like craft yeah. vendors and stuff like gotcha. that. There's different like cannabis clubs get together and and everybody like small alt consumes but like nobody it's not like a saudi really like for cannabis Hey, K, I I got something I want to ask you. I want to ask all the winners this, and that is what gives your weed so much flavor? What, it, As far as your grow style, what do you think you're doing differently to give your weed all that flavor? I'm curious what's what you think is important. So, what I've noticed is a lot of people seem to add too much. It's like... Um, people get like a soil, they'll add so many amendments. I've seen dudes will top dress like two or three times during right. a cycle. And it's like, I like to, I give my plants what it needs. It, it use it feeds from the soil for like four or five weeks and then right. it's the nutrients for the leaves for, for the rest of the time. And it ends up with a really clean product. 
And so you're living soil? Well, so it's it's like it's super soil with living things in it. Okay. It's like yeah, super soil, sure. Because I don't I don't keep this and use it and like there's I, I kinda stop using like the cover crops and stuff with God. Yeah, so that that's kind of living soil to me. I just I run it and then I take it and I put them I have like hundred gallon bins or whatever. I put my use soil in there and throw some worms in there and throw different melons and plant material and things in there and worm food. Like one of my, one of the things that I love doing is like feeding my worms delicious things. So then they help like my Bible. Have you always grown, have you always grown cannabis or I should say, did you grow other things before cannabis? Uh, Cause you just seem like you're, no, that would, that was where you got started for me as well. Yeah. Well, it's a gateway plant for sure. Like that, that was totally cannabis. So I was growing it for a while and then I had, I had thrips at one point, you know, should have. <laughs> so I introduced predatory mites and then I asked my buddies, I said, well, I don't, don't have the thrips anymore, but I really like the idea of having the predatory mites working for me. So I don't have to really do much. So I was like, how can I keep them happy? So, and, and around longer because I've not lots of things if you you know give them a good environment they'll stay and do their job for you sure so so they said they said you know predatory mites feed on dill pollen so i was like i could grow dill in my tent like what and then it like Uh, spiraled like into some like companion plants and then like i just so many random seeds now and like some stuff i got to show you okay Okay. this is the Okay, so I kind of mentioned this at the DGC Cup to you guys, okay? So I've been using Rodots with my house plants. And oh, yes. Okay, Shoot. so this, this is just in water. This is an avocado, and I, this is the veg ones that I got from you guys at the Cup, and it like, it had no real growth on it. I had bonsai it. What is that growing in, huh? What is that thing what? growing in? What is it growing in? That is. That is that is a flask. Is that a flask? What do they call that, man? A distillation flask? Is that what that is? But okay, so here's the thing though, like people like your wives have house plants and stuff, like propagations and waters. Like I got these it's row dots feeding uh, it. That's funny. Wow. You know? Like, like so fun and like You're a tester. Wow. Oh, that's cool. So you, I say you're a tester. I appreciate it. I have to put you on the payroll. <laughs> but you're a, uh, do you have plants? Like, dude, when I go to his house, uh, he's surrounded by plants. He's got plants everywhere. You come to my house, I have a grow room and carbon filters. That's about the only plants I have. Well, it's so nice to like have random things around. I learned that like going through the winter and COVID and stuff that it's so nice to have. Yeah, so many different like colors and smells and and Sweet. things around. It like really helps you know, other living things. Yeah, I agree. And the dudes oh, were that oh. they really bring they really bring the room together. Um, uh, well, like this is a mango seed. Like my yep. kid eats a lot of fruit, so I germinate a lot of seeds That's and drink it so cool. Me just like resting. Yeah, no mango trees in, in Chicago, though. Well, okay, There's a so testament to being 
gateway plant. But if anybody's interested in like some growing something weird, if you go to the grocery store, you look at pineapple tops. Oh yeah, and a lot of the times they're already partially rooted. You can see the roots like coming out. So you can take that home, and you'll actually get a pineapple in two years with the oh, that's so awesome. And some of the other, you know, Cherry, get respect, man. What a grower you are. So glad to have you as DGC. Like I love to just try stuff and like. The experience of germinating all these different seeds and then growing these plants and seeing how it goes. Like there's a lot of similarities between different plants. And like as growers, we already have a lot of the stuff around to grow this stuff. Like I can mix up my own soil because I have light and pea and you know, castings, like all this stuff for any plant, you know? That is super cool. So do I dare ask, like, how many tents? You run a couple tents at a time? I see there's one behind you. Do you run a room or just are you a tent grower? I am the mayor of Tent City. Okay. So (laughs) I got to buy four. I germinate seeds in because it's easier to hold in the heat and the humidity, you know? And then I have two four by fours. And actually, so for getting second, AC Infinity, they they fucked it. Oh, man. Those generous. Kids are like insane. Like I couldn't see like all the little extras that were in there, and like they had the like the tent, the light, the carbon trimmers, and trellis net bags. Like it was like really cool. Those those kids and like I started here in a kit that I got off of eBay. So like if growers are looking for like an easy way to start off, those kids, man. It's true, man. Back in the day, it was a pain to get going. Remember, you had to get a car and all that stuff. I mean, they used to not be that that good at all. I'll add on to that. Shout out to AC Infinity, man. If I'm going to grows over there, the full kits are a great way to get growing and just have an environment that ready to rock it. Yeah, I that was that was like so crazy. Yeah, because my 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 kid that I got was like terrible. I needed a new light the day I got my kit, you know, like it was the portable light back in the day. So yeah, the the ace I was very impressed by that. And like Vasa Jack looked it up too. So like he came out for winning literally. Good people, and like man, got good people in our crew. Absolutely. Yeah. And then what was so fun was like I actually I grew the fist ball before it was like ever released. How many strains you run at one time? If we're talking pro style, how many strains do you run at one time? Are you you just keep one going or do you uh, for me, I try to run a bunch of them. I have nine different strains and they're all acting differently and it's a pain. Oh, I grow nine strains in one room. It's hard to dial dial stuff in and that leaves a lot of variables. Yeah. Stuff like that. That's kind of a consistent. So that's actually kind of why I don't, a lot of people have been amending their own soil and be using it. I don't do that with my cannabis. My soil, I'll take outside and amend my beds for the flowers and vegetables. Sure. And things like that there but like for consistency because i know my how my, my method works really well i like don't try to wrestle with too much anymore just experiment a little bit so what i do is i keep i have a couple of keepers like the slurry cane uh, y'all keep them around for a while and another the mark mcguire which is a mendo breath with mat which i would like to enter mm-hmm. stickers and uh, mark and then i'll do a couple of like Esther projects or just like some some stuff for like people I'll like kind of continue to hunt while doing little projects so like 
up next I have, well, I have two Jinx Proof and Flowering that are the light flower right now. They're True Love. And those are from Seed. So I'm excited. I like the mystery of like plants from Seed. You know, because like I can grow yeah. this over and over. I kind of know what to expect. Just send me your right? then... Just Grow it for myself. Go ahead. Well, I have two Dunk Lady, two Key Lime Pie from Caper Purple. I'm going to flower out. They're ready to go. So this will be fun. And then. How are you going to know unless you grow a lot out what you have? You know, sure. you have and what you're going to work with. And I had something crazy happen the other day. I joined some cherry seeds just for fun, you know, just because. And I got triplets in one seed. I've never seen, I've ever seen twins, like two sprouts in one seed, but it was actually three. We seem to be. See, that can live on. Look, I can see my you know. That'll live forever on the internet. Triple cherry. That's how triple cherry was born, bro. Oh. <laughs> Well, thank goodness you have to come on and give us an update what's going on in the grow. And then, uh, yeah, a lot going on. I love how you just emphasize that yeah, cannabis can be a gateway grower, all kinds of things. Absolutely. When you have the environment set up. And yeah, hope to see you at the next DGC Cup with some fire. And uh, yeah. Thanks so much. It's great seeing everybody at the DGC Cup. I'll see you guys next year. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. We'll bring the fire. Got a ref to protect now. Later, Trike. Thank you. Take it easy, Trike. Nice hang there. Love hang with the DDC. Getting some second voices on the show. Yeah. I had to wrangle it remotely sometimes from British Columbia, but I got to try and get as high as you and Hot Rods are doing now. I don't know. Grambo, did you have a fresh edible before the show from Hot Rods? Well, it's fine. I'm glad you gave me a great segue because I have a little 100 milligram edible that I'm about to eat right here on the show. I figured this was <laughs> as good a time as any to scarf this thing down. So thank you, dude. So you and thank this, you, Hot Rod. Uh, this is live rosin right here. <laughs> yeah, this live rosin, and then these edibles I am used with my live rosin. So I took uh, some pink starbursts and melted them down and used them with uh, the live rosin. Isn't there a I need to use actual pink starbursts <laughs> and melt them down? Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, we're not gonna make starbursts now. <laughs> All right, yeah. hey, you get the rest. Can I just ask you <laughs> the rest of this? This live rosin is beautiful. You're would use this to make edibles i used to take all the leaves and put them in butter like i used to take the you know the extra stuff i wasn't going to use the trim and whatnot like you said we're in colorado check our privilege we have so much good weed here why use stuff like that when we can use beautiful stuff like this because <laughs> i can smoke stuff my man all right both of it yeah i guess you're right and are you we got constantly pressing rosin or i mean that seems laborious so i pay somebody down um Pueblo a couple hours south from me okay and he does all my processing for me because all of my space available is taken up by light so i don't have a happy yeah thing yeah oh very cool okay because that's got to be exhausting i'd imagine that's a lot of whole extra job yep yeah whole another job on top of the growing yep i got some summer news before we'll talk about the forums as well i gotta talk to everybody about some the old forums the new forums uh but first the pros do grows.com forward slash rose that's where all our pros are listed. You can hook up on Grow Gear, get coupon codes. Today, Pulse, man. Pulse has two things ticking. Pulse Grow. Get my Wi-Fi extended up to my garage to run this Pulse Pro. But their summer sale on all their units, whether the Pulse 1, the Pulse Hub, or the Pulse Pro, you can get 
money is off here. I think you're off of what? 50 to 150 on the Pulse Hub, 50 on the Pro, 20 on the One. Guys, monitor your grow. Get alert. Save your grow. Awesome, easy to use with growers. Plenty of data logging. If you have employees or multiple units or your commercial grow facility, this is a great way. You could literally see what happened with the environment during another grower's shift. Keep track of everything. Get alerted when something's off. And they're also having guys go over to, and this is what brought me to the forum, Scotty. Pulse Grow is on... Uh, THC, um, what is it here? THC Farmer? Sure. The forum? THC Farmer? That's what brought my attention to it because they're a cool company and I haven't been on THC Farmer a little bit, but if you go to Pulse Grow and THC Farmer on IG, um, they're hooking up a $3,000 hub kit. So go check the details on the social medias, if you will. But yeah, are you guys, I don't know if you have taken it into the forums, um, used any back in the day, there was Overgrow, which I think is gone. And of course, we're older. So being as older growers, I mean, I don't know how Rob's how old you are. We didn't have shit to lean on. What are you, 25, man? 27. 27, yeah. Yeah. So it would be like trying to be on a public IP address. Be like, oh, let's show hop into Overgrow and see if we can figure out why my leaf is turning this color. It's like how down low you had to be. I mean, and nowadays it's completely in the open. There's THC Farmer. I got Grass City rolling up. I love growing marijuana is a cool one. Grow Weed Easy. Shout out to Nebula Hayes and DoGrows.com. I don't know if we call ourselves a forum, but I'm throwing it in there. Or a source of information. For sure. Yeah. 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 I am an in this Shout out to the Discord. It's definitely a forum on there. There's plenty oh, of different chats. So there's the DGC Discord. We go live on Friday every day. We're hanging out with Soup and JR and the Irie Army Discord. There's plenty of information in both. Yeah. Shout out to, I think it was rolled up because I was on there, I don't know how many years ago or decades ago. And I was like, what is this Mike or EC stuff? And everybody swears by it. What am I missing? Yeah, Mike or Izzy, baby. was missing a lot, it turns out. And as long as I'll give a shameless plug for recharge, man, before I started using any of that soil microbes, dude, I was always chasing problems. That's why I was in the forums. You start using, start partnering up with nature. Yeah, growing becomes a lot easier. Well, I had... As somebody had purchased a five pound recharge for me up here, and I always like to chime in. There's a local cat too that's coming to pick it up for me. Meet me. So we always do a little grow chat. And he's asking about using silica and is it locking out his cow mag? And this kind of inspired our earlier show talk. Mm-hmm. And I said, Where do you get your info from? He's like, I get it from the forums. And I was like, Okay, well, I mean, that's good and bad. And you really got to be able to decipher a lot of information. I steered him to dudegrows.com. Of course, we have a great moderator. Shout out to Jay Maestro. Um, but I'm not going to say they're all bad. It sparks my attention that a reputable company with cool cats like Pulse is working with THC Farmer. So if you guys are the comment, man, give us some comments. Uh, I want to look at these and see what are legit or where are you finding good information? I know you can't say all of them's legit. You might find some good information on one or not. They are still a valuable resource for growers. They're still prohibition land. Plenty of growers that have nobody to talk to. Not a, you know, not a neighbor. Yeah. Hello. It's true. And the, the whole art of of the forums is knowing who to listen to in the comments. You'll find all you for real though, you'll find hopefully some good information and then probably some pretty lousy information. And just being able to filter and find out what's uh you know what's legit and useful. That's kind of where it goes. And for sure. there's there's a, there's a lot of work to be done. There's a lot of scrolling to a be lot done of deciphering there. to do. Yeah, there's a lot of SMHs to be typed. (laughs) 
Why? And then, dude, I, you'd go deep. I remember back, back in the day, you know, you'd rip a bomb, you'd be able to go on a form or something. And then if you couldn't law enforcement, simply, I guess I'd have to get some digital warrant, like target IP addresses and prohibition states asking certain, said certain questions and just have a field day with it. And then I'm like, man, just stay off it, I suppose. And you get like a little nightmare in your head about it. They're not doing that. They're not doing that for individual grows. You know, the government or, you know, the cops are normally after a distribution rink. You know, it's it costs a lot of money to prosecute, takes the resources in court and from the DA. They're not doing it usually now for one small or mid-sized grow. I mean, you might get arrested. You might have to make a plea deal, but... You know, they want to be able to get paid for sure. If you're putting all those resources towards one guy with a four lighter, it's, it's yeah. not good for the, the prosecutor. Whatever. No, no. Oh, uh, cool, man. Yeah, give us some comments on that, guys. I'm going to shout out to some DDC producers here. Doobie, doobie, doo. What's up? Doobie, doobie, doo. Gregory's growing. I'll leave the best for you, Scotty. Hang on. I just want to say I'm glad Gregory's finally growing. I know we've encouraged this for some time, and uh, I hope you're also growing spiritually and emotionally and uh, dank bud as well. But it's good to know. Tricomb dipped hillbilly. That always does sound delicious, doesn't it? Yeah. Almost. All right. Yo, you want to go out after this, man? You go grab some tricomb dipped hillbilly? Nah, it doesn't sound delicious, does it, man? I want a rocket pop and a tricone dip hill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love that. Hot Rod, you're in Denver area now. Do you, yeah. Is that where you're down in deep, deep proper somewhere down there? What's, I don't know, give us a little bit. I haven't been walking downtown Denver, a little fall prohibition report. I guess it's a little late for that, but has anything changed in market prices are obviously down? Do you have a favorite like dispo that you go to or you're all, I mean, I see you got a lot of your own gear there. Like, why do you need to, but. Yeah, I honestly haven't gone to a dispensary since the beginning of the year, so can't really say too much about dispensary prices or anything Love about it. that. And are you in Denver proper? I'm in North Denver, I say. Okay, I mean, how saturated are dispensaries? Are they everywhere? Do you see them in every corner? Not every corner, but the hops give on a jump from every corner. Yeah. Five corners, basically. Yeah, there's just a ton of dispensaries around there. I mean, we got what? I don't know, a, a dozen banner? Dozen dispensaries around Fort Collins. Sure. Yeah, maybe 150,000 people. So I like that. Wow, that's like shockingly little. Holy crap. Coming from Denver. Yeah. How runs that line? It's a, it, 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 yeah, every quarter, every quarter adjacent. Yeah. Every quarter adjacent. <laughs> that seems like a setup, though. Like, why would they allow that a licensing? Is it just because they want the money or they want to let the market, you know, be yeah. a market or whatever? It, peed itself out it seems like way too much of a saturation to, to know that you're setting people up for failure with their life savings well how much of pizza shops how many pizza shops i was thinking the same thing yeah, yeah. donald's there's a mcdonald's a wendy's at a taco well, well on every single freaking corner but, and then go down three more blocks there's another one on every single corner but that's something they do a lot of research on that they won't let you build one anywhere because they don't want them going out of business so right. they, but yeah i'm thinking like more mom and that pizza shops i mean because you go to some places, there's a lot of them, you know, and they're regular, not regulated. You could have as many or as few as you wanted. I hear you. Sounds good. Uh, 
Same problem there with Cooey Covered in Oklahoma, where they have said they just let so many licenses out. Sure. Um, you like a free market or not? You know, I don't know. Some states are doing it completely different. I forgot the one on the East Coast. It's like there's 11 cultivation licenses. I don't know how many dispos, but Florida. It's gonna yeah, be that, that's Florida, right? Yeah. I don't know. That sounds, why not have a free market that I limit people to growing? I, mean, I always think of cigars, fine cigars. You know, is there a parallel there with fine cannabis? I think so. Yeah. And if you think about it, man, they do it. We were, did a story earlier about. Uh, that they're going to try in Florida, try to put cannabis inside the Circle Case. They've got this lobbyist group and this gi- giant company that wants to do it. Nice. <laughs> but I've seen uh, uh, like cigar sections in convenience stores before, yeah. and somebody comes and maintains it. As a matter of fact, I've seen the way it's done. They don't buy anything there. They just let the guy display it, and when they sell it, they get a, a cut of it. I would do that with my weed. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Should we disclose, I think, that Hot Rod's on his right ear maybe has a headphone hanging or not? In- no, that's in that charm. Oh, I have it dripped over my ear. No, that is an ear. He has a full gauge and he has the middle of his ear ho- uh, hollowed out. Too. From a viewer's <laughs> point of view, since I'm a viewer right now, it's like, hmm, is that a at charm or an earring or a microphone? Yeah, all right. It's all good. <laughs> it's a microphone. Oh, you got me hungry for those edibles. Did you just eat a hundred milligram strawberry uh, Starburst flavored rosin infused? Did I say that right? Yes, sir. It does sound fun. How do you? How do you? Real quick. How do you melt? How do you melt the Starburst? Do you like put them on the pan on low? A double boiler method. So you'd have a pot with water underneath, and then it's steaming up onto a bowl, and all the Starbursts are inside the bowl. Did anybody else I eat? Can just eat? You can just see the wife coming home and be like, what, what'd you do to the pan? Like, why is that? Like, why is it ruined now? Starburst. Yeah, I use a Pyrex, big Pyrex glass dish. So the boiling water underneath, as soon as I'm done, there's just a little bit of residual Starburst and just pour the boiling water into the glass dish and it melts it all down. And you can either just drink it like a tea or just pour it right down the sink. Starburst. Wait, he just said we could drink oh, Starburst tea. <laughs> yes, sir. Awesome. Dude. I love it. Star Wars is my favorite candy, so I'm having Same. a good time right now. Me uh, too. That's why I'm oh, I wasn't a cookie fan or a big edible or uh, like a mm. big sweets fan. So I'm a sugary type fan. So like Skittles and Starburst are my edibles of choice. Never thought about how bad I did. I used to eat a Starburst on the show. Yeah, I realized that mm-hmm. exactly the same. Like, <laughs> I turned my mic off. I'll cover, I'll cover for you for a moment here because I had I took over the social media means today uh, because uh, this morning my neighbor called me, dude. Your trash is all over your lawn. I like trash day. I keep my trash really clean here. Bear tipped it over, went through all of it. He's like, do you want the good news or the bad news first? I'm like, you know, bad news. Trash is on the lawn. He's like, good news. You fed a cub. And I don't know if there's cubs out there. And I keep my trash clean if you're listening, man. So I don't know what it was. Regardless, I'm like, you know what? And then I hear my one of my neighbors walk in, talking to my other neighbor. And she's like, oh, yeah, there's a bear sitting up there by somebody's trash. I'm like, I'm pissed. So I went inside and I got my bear mace and I have a little pull trigger. It sounds like a shotgun thing. It's a little pull trigger thing. It'll shoot this shell about 15, 20 feet and it sounds like a shotgun. But anyway. Uh, the bear's like, dude, it was your garbage. All right. You were throwing it. I know. All right. At what point do I get the F with it, man? You 
Anytime, hey, a bear is sitting in my yard, a bear is eating apples out of my neighbor tree, a bear is chilling, I don't care. But when they're by trash, you got to just mess with them as much as possible. You don't want to create a trash bear. Anyway, it was eating my neighbors up the way something, a bag. It looked like there was an apple in the bag. The bear's really hungry and just shot that baby off and it took off. So that inspired this, this memes. I love living in this neighborhood sometimes for those reasons. It's fabulous. I love um, it. This first one actually just happened the other day, dude, in Vancouver. A raccoon's been attacking multiple people, multiple raccoons. Raccoons look cute. This thing, boom. Damn. Dude, was she smoking weed? I swear to God. You're from Florida. You're from, uh, okay, Ocala National Forest. I went camping there. It was the first time I harvested. And I was celebrating, man. So we just brought a bunch of weed up, tons of joints, and started smoking them. And the raccoons came out. And they were attracted, like violently attracted like that, where we ended up, we're in Ocala National Forest, smoking weed in our cars. Because of that damn raccoon. One more more from the beginning, Grandpa. I'll show you (laughs) what should have she done. Here, we're looking. Okay, she's coming in in a gated area with her her dog here. Yeah, back it up. Here we go. Picks up her dog. Yeah. Real quick. Now, throw that at that raccoon. Throw it at me. How dare you? What a sudden dog. <laughs> anyway, raccoons are so tricky, man, because they're so cute. They look like you want to cuddle them, and then they freaking—they've attacked a lot of people in my area lately. Dude, you love anyway. dogs. I know why you said that. That, that looked just like your mother-in-law's dog. <laughs> yeah, no worries. I do. I take it back. Let's you look at this one more. We have a lot of a lot of bears up here. So, man, what what happens when a bear wants to go and eat a pig? Uh, I you didn't do a pig. I think oh he does, uh, you know. So bears, dude, 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 why are you showing me this? <laughs> no, just check it out. Take a minute, man. Hey, buddy, another pig. What's up? What's up? They run them off. Like, what the? Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Check right, it out, man. Look how scared the bear is. The bear is scared. <laughs> the bear's like, get me out of here. With that bear is a wimp, man. It is. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. boy. I eat that pig. <laughs> exactly, dude. That's pretty sweet. I love and. I just, I don't know. I love watching, uh, shout out to Aussie Man Reviews when he's talking about animal videos and stuff. He does the best narration, but uh, come on. I got to keep up with, like, you got four or four of these, Scotty. One more. This is tired scrolling. Oh, I don't know why this guy's doing it. I just have a commentary. I have gone to breakfast, gotten high, and bought both a horse and a pig before. <laughs> <laughs> I lived in the country, man. But have you ever bought a catapult? No, but snow <laughs> a redneck friend. Well, this is the one you're tired of squirrels, dude. You got her over them in the yard. That is not cool. cool. You're what is your little dude? I've got hot person. What? That's not cool. <laughs> squirrels are all ran away. Too, man. It's fine. He didn't go that far. He's good. He's fine. It's just I learning the lessons there, basically. It's falling out of trees. <laughs> well, it's what? Made less I don't know why. Learning. It's there made out of a pasta strainer <laughs> and duct tape. <laughs> There is zero lesson oh. to be learned. Yeah, he got sent off with the food. <laughs> so he got <laughs> the oatmeal. And it gets sprinkled all over the you know ground. It's convenient for him to eat. Now, did you see all the food that went all over the ground? It's like you hung out with the time to think of this, Scotty. You're like so happy just to see it. And it made everybody laugh. It made the squirrel not laugh. The squirrel's probably scared, but okay. Um, I think you it's like, pretty funny. Like, you guys want to see me catapult a squirrel? I got an idea. I feel like this is like the first few weeks you start doing meth. Where you got still got That's some, you know, you're doing stuff still, you know. Still got some money for two by fours. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. 
No. All right. I got one more here. This one went viral. I don't know if you have audio on this, Grambo. Mm -hmm. Pretty good. Yeah, let's check it out. What, what, what is that? Yeah, we gonna see any damage you did? How many? We're just looking at a farmer carry a lynx that had gone. He caught the lynx by the neck, and it had like mutilated his chicken coop. And uh, basically, how a farmer deals with animals, you know, how he get fed up with something. I don't like his smile while he's killing a cat around. Oh, no, the cat that. was not killed. This one was controversial, Scotty, because the lynx was apparently hungry. It wouldn't leave its prey. So he's like, I'm going to pick you up by the neck and show you what you did. And then he did. He relocated it. Um, but he almost stood there on the, the line of ticketing him. Animal control, they come out and be like, you might be, we might ticket you. But when you're a farmer, man, that was just a different mentality. When you have things killing your animals, you go predator. You go the, go to a different place in your mind at times. I haven't personally dealt with it a lot, but you know what I'm saying? What if a badass just goes and grabs a lynx by this scruff? Okay. And I was like, cats, let me show you. So I was waiting for the end to see if he's going to put it in a catapult. <laughs> you bring the whole thing here, right? right? You're like, if you call it the relocation catapult. Love it. Uh, um, I love animals. The, the lynx was hungry. They're doing their own thing. Spares getting into the trash. That's on you. They're trying to eat. You gave them an opportunity. That lynx wanted your chickens. I understand for sure. That's my take at social media, all right? When my, with my bear encounter in the morning, it inspired me. <laughs> wow. I'm not calling the cat. There's weird stuff going on there, right? I thought Florida was weird. Yeah. Both both can be weird. Uh, right. I guess I do have a friend that jumped on a crocodile, or I'm sorry, an alligator in Florida. He was like, "Hey, look, an alligator! I got it." I would swim with the uh, alligators and everything. Me and my buddy, we used to throw our snorkel gear and everything and swim yeah. with road gators and stuff. I'm really not aggressive. Yeah, as long as you didn't go up and smack the baby's nest and everything when mating season, you're fine, pretty it, much. Don't take my advice. Let me let me rephrase that. Please don't take my advice. Yeah. Don't do anything <laughs> I just said. You're don't pretty much. Hey, I heard it. You're pretty much fine. <laughs> yeah i heard the Remember, cameraman never dies so hold a camera i guess while you're doing it that's, a, that's smart that's actually i never heard that but it's like holy crap you're 100 right wow grandma you're just happy because you're the camera hey i get to be prey i pray for, i pray i pray for you Hot Rod's head stash. Is there anything? Do you, do you IG these days? Do you have any shout outs, man? Anything you can give some love to? Yeah, for sure. Please. Uh, Hot Rod's underscore head stash on Instagram. And then I'm on this, uh, the Discord a lot in the Dutro Discord and the Irie Discord. So those are the three places to find me. But most of the time, Instagram. Thanks for bringing that up, guys. The Dude Grows Discord, I don't promote nearly enough. It's a great resource. It is uh, a member benefit for DDC producers. So check it out if you are. If you're not on there or want to join, dudegrows.com forward slash support. Thanks for mentioning that and hanging out today. I love to hear other people's growth style, having another guest on the show. And uh, Scotty and Grambo, yeah. thank you very much. Final yeah. thoughts, anybody? It was good hanging everybody. The final thoughts is... Dude, I'm glad you got Lena Louve out here so I can make friends like Hot Rods and Rambo and Banner. I'm Heck, under, yeah. I moved out here because of the community. So, yeah. You know, what part of Florida? Uh, about, well, north of West Palm. Okay. Yeah. So you were in the jungle, like <laughs> from where he's at down to South Miami, almost, almost where the land ends. I'd say it's about a hundred miles of just metropolis. 
And if you want to go crazy, you know, hang out there for a yeah. couple decades. And then all, <laughs> yeah. Dude called me up one day and said, hey, man, you want to come out to Colorado? They let you grow 36 plants out here. It's pretty cool. And I said, I'll be there about eight days, man. <laughs> I think it was about five days. But yeah. Anyway. One, so maybe. Say, yeah. I think back. Would, I'd like yeah. to move back. I missed Colorado. I said, seeing the cats in the studio, uh, if it wasn't for for mountain biking, a few other things. I mean, yeah, life is an adventure though, but hey, I got to come back quarterly now to visit and hang in the bakery. And uh, guys, I'm going to say comment, like, subscribe if you're still hanging. If you missed the last show, you did miss a really good show with Jaron co-hosting 15 Truths and Misconceptions about Cannabis Cultivation. Yeah, um, So that was a really good hang, man. You guys uh, went through a lot of bro science, no science, drops in science, and check it out, man, over on YouTube. That's all I got. Stay higher, everybody. Peace out. <laughs> Take her easy, dude. <laughs> uh, what was that? That was funny.